good, Internet, and welcome to session 61 of Super GG Radio. We're friends chat about video games and all things adjacent. I am your host and heir to Stormwind, Alex Arona. With me this week is my vivacious co-host, Joel DeWitt. Hey, Joel, did you ever noob it up in Ironforge and go for a lava bath? Nope, I was always hanging out in D- Darnassus. Nothing like role-playing bad in those days. Oh, I know a lot of people who took it seriously. Like our other co-host, Eric Getty Gettinger. What did you used to do in a while? You mean make a level one, strip naked, then dance outside of major cities for money? Yep. I wish I was kidding. Much changed since then. That's that's a real thing, guys. (laughs) Oh, for sure. It's gonna happen more now that I got you a cam. Yep. Well, this week we get into a bit of trouble in early adopters, do some relationship work with the news, and then get hungry in the backlog blog. But first, early adopters. Where we play alphas, betas, and games where we fangirl when the beta key comes in. Me and Joel, especially, were super hyped to get keys for the new Guilty Gear beta test. Mm-hmm. Guilty Gear Double Instinct Triple Omega Super Saiyan. I don't know what I played. What What is even <laughs> Strive? It's, right? It's is it Strive? Gear. I thought it was just Guilty Gear. I thought it was Strive. Like, flat. Well, like the the intro video doesn't even say stride; they just go like "guilty gear" and leave it at that. But I, yeah, I think that strive. yeah, it's drive. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the new Guilty Gear, uh, made by Arc System Works, uh, the guys behind Dragon Ball Fighters, I, and Fighter Guilty Gear, <laughs> and all the other Guilty Gears, which I always loved. Guilty Gear, the art, the style, the character work. You know every. Since the beginning, I, I used to play them in the arcades. I never knew what I was doing. I never got technically proficient in Guilty Gear as much as I did with Street Fighter and, you know, the Capcom fighting games. But I always admired them and I always tried them. Just like, for some reason, they have, like, every between every fight in the beginning, they always have, like, a paragraph of text. And mm-hmm. then it always says, heaven or hell, let's rock. Yep. Yep. No, the, and, the aesthetic yeah. is half the... The, the charm and appeal of this uh, series, like the 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 heavy metal vibes, the the all the characters are really distinct and dynamic. Where Street Fighter has a lot of uh, clone characters and stuff, so I, I you know that helps a lot. And the the, the game feels different. Like uh, it's always had a sort of heavier, slower pace to it. Uh, you're not doing a bunch of air juggling unless you're really good at the game. And it, it distincted itself from other games in the genre that way. Yeah, it was always very heavy-handed. Hits meant something. Combos meant something. If you could combo anything, you were doing pretty good. Yep. And, yeah, their abilities were always seemed like very complicated to me. I could never really wrap my head around them, but I always let my I always like Soul Bad Guy. The, that's the main that's the Ryu equivalent soul bad guy he's got what looks like a sword but he holds it upside down and I you guys probably don't know because again you haven't really like played as much of these games maybe I have but that's a lighter that's how the fire comes out it's got like an actual thing where you flick and it makes fire what he's I, holding uh, a lighter a big upside down lighter alright yeah. I I've played one it was like Guilty Gear Double X on PlayStation 2. And I, I don't ever remember them showing it like a lighter there, but I, I believe you. 
Yep. No. Yeah. Soul Ballad guy. Then there is his the Ken equivalent is I can't remember his name, but he's the sword fighter with the like the blue. It's like Kai Kiste or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's always the like the kind of Ken. They're always those two battling, and then um and then more recent years, I don't think Faust was always a character, but he's more of a newer character. It's been at least a couple of the games. Faust and is then, that sort of gigantic, uh, dangly looking motherfucker, right? Yes, and okay. why I like him was I played the last Guilty Gear, and you couldn't. His moves are so weird and kind of like don't do what you think. They're, in this new one, he has mm-hmm. a move where he'll like three scarecrows will pop out, and you kind of pick which one you are, and he'll pop out of the scarecrow and attack. Sure, huh? Or yeah, he'll just start throwing bombs mid into the air, and then you like they take a long time to come down, so you're just fighting, fighting, and then someone will explode. He just always had like a very kooky style to him, where it, you, it, again it was very unpredictable. And then uh, the, I think from I, th- I think from the early ones, they had the the girl with the giant anchor as a weapon. Yeah, that's who I played mostly as uh, during this beta May. Uh, and, and like <laughs> the crazy thing is, uh, her move set includes a lot of specials where she'll swing that act. Uh, anchor and it'll be like huge dolphins sort of coming out of the ground and splashing against the enemy too as a projectile and just this game looks wild and i i know that art system works has already shown off some talent with the last guilty deer and uh dragon ball fighter z but th- this one it, it maybe it's just due to the characters again with how distinct and, and different most of them are but all of them sort of pop off the screen greatly like the the battle animation itself in game feels really uh you know it, it's it's i wouldn't call it crisp because it's not snappy but uh you, you sort of see the the animations fully as they're doing these attacks which is really kind of something and then of course their specials do the the dragon ball thing where it looks like a 2d fighter where all of a sudden it'll pan just slightly to show that they are 3D characters yeah, and do intense animations. I At one point, I did a super, and I thought I had beaten the guy, and I just sat back and put the controller down and watched, <laughs> and then right after, I got destroyed yep. <laughs> because it wasn't over, and I was just like, I don't know. I, I, it just got really climactic <laughs> and crazy for a minute, and I thought I was done. Mm-hmm. And, and you contrast that with the lobby, which just looks like hot garbage. Yeah, just just awful. You notice that? I don't too? know. I don't. <laughs> yeah. What, what were they thinking? Like, uh, it's it's this weird. So they they queue you up with what 15, 20 people. It kind of looks like. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, but the lobby is a two D sprite background. Looks like a basically like a banquet hall with chandeliers and stuff. And these Atari-looking quality characters that just... It is so discordant with how good the game looks in action. And I I know this is sort of the trend for how they do their lobbying and matchmaking and fighting games nowadays. But, like, if this is what it's going to be like, just give me a menu option. Because you have to... They make you go through the motions of giving your character, like, clothes. Which is, again, their 2D simple sprites so it's not even like you're that distinct or different and then they explained that to matchmate with somebody in the lobby each character is holding a weapon you have to walk up to another character 
hold down the X button wave, to like wave your weapon at the into, other person. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's basically. literally like a stick, like stick yeah. weapons. Like it just like ready your weapon, and your guy just moves his arm like quarter, like a quarter inch, and now the, his stick is out a little bit. But then you have to hope that person is also going to reciprocate the the stick, the challenge. <laughs> which there's no the challenge has been made. No, yeah. But there's no indication because all it is like a little text prompt pops up on the side, right? That says "challenge initiating, challenge failed," or okay, a fight like a fight starts, which is like funnier because we kept sitting there and Steve goes, "Okay, I'm gonna hit him with my weapon." Wait, I think, I think I'm. Are we are we fighting now? And I go, "Wait, no, that connection failed." Yep. And right. I, I'm never one of those people to like leave surveys once you're done with. Uh, doing stuff but you bet your ass i i spent a good handful of words telling them how bad this whole matchmaking system was with how the lobby looks compared to the rest of the game it's just i am i am completely confused why they thought that looked acceptable and uh getty have you seen the the matchmaking for dragon ball fighters i have not but i remember seeing the matchmaking for grand blue fantasy versus and that yep. was really good. It had like little chibi figures, and you would go up to an arcade machine, and then somebody would have to sit down next to you, at like the same arcade machine, and then you could, you could fight them. But I, I prefer that and getting my ass kicked in that to getting my ass kicked in this. Yeah, no. So th- <laughs> so that's actually that was done by Arc System and Guilty Gear. Like they're like Guilty Gear's other other versions of Guilty Gear, the older ones had that chibi style. It wasn't the arcade machine, but it was different. Like there would just be a map. Here's where you practice. Here's where in Dragon Ball Fighters was the same where but it was cool because like to practice you would go and it'd be a little version of uh Master Roshi's house or the Kai planet and you would go to these places as a chibi Dragon Ball character and then you would walk up to somebody and could challenge them that way. I mean that that's another part of it too though is that like you said in, in DBFC you're you're walking around as an avatar that looks like the characters from the show. In this it's not even like they're telling you choose a fighter that's your favorite well, to walk around. But you around got to pick like your that. outfit. You at least got to pick the color of your shirt. <laughs> oh great. So instead of looking like a green pitfall guy, I looked like a black and gray pitfall yeah. guy. That's that's much better. That's real. It did look like the pitfall it looked like pitfall Harry. <laughs> But no, uh, overall, I thought the game felt like a Guilty Gear. The artwork was beautiful. The music was excellent. I, I, again, Steve was watching me, and uh, Steve kept commenting. He goes, can I just like get this soundtrack? Like, this music is, is banging right now. I'm like, yeah, it's pretty. Uh, Guilty Gear has always been known for that music. And when they announced the new Guilty Gear, there is, there is footage of someone at Evo where they announced it and showed the trailer. And it was just with like the new song, the, the, the new Guilty Gear Strive theme song and the, there's a guy just like freaking out and like dancing to it and being super excited and and, yeah. and it's a full metal song with uh uh vocals and uh it's I, i'm always impressed with how much more they go in that direction with these so like again the lobby being so bad by comparison is kind of disappointing no i think i'm i think i'm break i'm gonna like send uh getty the guilty gear strive theme song because it's it's a banger all right, but no. Though, so overall, I'm very excited. Uh, Joel, you you mentioned to me that you thought like I might get Guilty Gear, and if you got Guilty Gear, I'm gonna get Guilty Gear. Uh, I mean, depending on 
Yeah, I, I think I might get this. I've I've been in the mood for a new fighter, and it really piqued my interest. Yep, we could probably convince Metal Gear Kevin. But if you if you do let me know, because I will get on that with you. Yeah. Because I can't let you get that far of a head start. <laughs> Fair enough. We have we got to have that competition. Getty, your foray into fighters, your history. You are a known fightsman. I am. <laughs> I mean, what did you what did you think man. of what did you think of Guilty Gear? Well, it felt a lot more solid and grounded. Um, but I still suck at games like this. I couldn't quite get the combo system down to work in my favor. I felt like I was just flailing around. And then, you know, of course the other people they have a lot more experience or maybe they just know the mechanics of the game a little bit better, so I'd get a, you know, combo trapped or combo blocked into a corner and then just die. You know, normal stuff. Okay. Did you um, did you enjoy the artwork of getting your face pummeled? Yeah. Actually, I did enjoy some of the introductory scenes that they do. Um, I still have no... This is like the first... It is the first time I've ever played a Guilty Gear game, so I have no idea what's up with the heaven and hell uh, thing going on here. It was kind of neat. Did you like that there was like a there was a guy reading instead of like his, again when the original Guilty Gear when it came out they would have just full paragraphs of text that again you didn't have, you never had time to read through you never really understood why it was there it just appeared and in this one they actually have a guy narrating like before the the animals man and like oh, this whole this whole like bit before each battle and I honestly it reminded me of soul caliber in that regard yeah if you ever played any of the original soul caliber games it was always like through the depths of the jungle come our fighters yeah Yeah, like that so i did notice that like some of it i i'm sure if i had been playing for a lot longer it would rub off on me more and i'd probably enjoy some of the references or even the characters but i had no idea what i was doing it's good. Yeah, good. <laughs> good. We, uh, you'll come over. We'll play some Guilty Gear for a few hours. It'll be awesome. All right. That was Guilty Gear Strive. Next, I brought to the table a, a game that kind of flew under the radar. I, I, I'd had access to it for a while, but the beta test times were kind of weird. First Class Trouble. Now, uh, did you? I, I assume you guys did not have a chance to take a look at First Class Trouble. I looked at it. You assumed correctly. I looked at it originally when you were trying to get us to play it, mm-hmm. but not since then. It looked okay. like, I don't know if it's, what is it called? Asymmetric, uh, I don't know. But I thought that it was not like quite. a bunch of people and yeah. you have to find the killer? So... You are a group of people on a what almost seems like a space cruise, and the AI behind the space cruise has gone nuts. Oh, okay, and is slowly draining the oxygen out of the space cruise. You and five other passengers have to go and disable the AI, but the AI has also released two androids. Now. You get randomly selected to be either one of the passengers or an android. You can then... The the actions you can take throughout it are... You can grab somebody. You can stab somebody. Uh, and you can 
do these puzzles that take two people. So you'll see a switch and you'll go to a switch and it'll say, it'll say, give you a list of these different symbols. The other person would go to a second switch on the other side of the door and it would give them a list of the symbols and each of those have a symbol the other person needs to put in to unlock the door and get the key to open the next doorway. Seems elaborate. Yeah, but it, it's kind of like Resident Evil Resistance, except for you don't fight zombies and there's no like third person who's the evil person. It's actually just these two. Like, out of you the don't f- fight zombies. You're in outer space. Mm-hmm. There's androids. Um, yeah. What else? Well, There's no, no but do you know in Resident Evil, Re- in Resident Evil Resistance, you know how you have to get the key cards and the different things to figure out the puzzle to get to the next okay. room. Okay. That's what you have to do here, except for two people are trying to sabotage everybody else. Wait. So I mean, if you want to be a reductionist about it, every game is like every other. Do you game. know? That's true. Do you know that the other people are the androids, or are you guessing to try and figure out who the androids are? You're guessing because okay. they can get medicine that can OD, that can make people OD, but why would they need that medicine? So you have to, like the first game I played, I was the android, and I had an ability that let me, because it, it's actually full, you're supposed to be talking with a microphone. That's how you conversate, <laughs> and you're supposed to try to plan things out and really go back and forth with somebody and with everybody on your team. It's my preferred if method pressed, of conversating. Well, not, it's not voice to text, and it doesn't have text. So if you there's – there's an ability for the Android that will open up an audio channel for just you and the Android, the other Android. So you have a way to go, hey, you want to go for that guy first? Yeah, let's go for that guy first. Okay, and then you close the audio channel, and now you're back to the regular audio party. Hmm. Like, oh, what are you guys doing? We're going for these switches? Okay, I found this item here. You know. Interesting. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun, and you can also try to convince – someone like oh that guy's the android that guy's the android let's kill him and then you can grab one and then somebody else who's a human can stab them so you can't stab if you're the android no but you can give them medicine to od which is another move but that medicine is very finite so it's like okay you have to take your shot with it which i instantly stole it no one saw (laughs) then as soon as i thought i was like we're alone Let's do this puzzle. And we figured out the puzzle. I got in the door. I grabbed the key card. Then murdered the dude right as somebody walked in and goes, Hey, did you guys find that key card? Hey, that guy's on Android. Let's get him. Go, everybody. Murdered quickly. But funny enough, they don't know if they did the right thing. So I died and they got my Android buddy. But then they proceeded to kill like two other people. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know how that game ended. Because I got out of that one, but I was, because that was like the first round. There's three different rooms you have to go through, but I got killed. Me and the android got killed the first round, and then they continued to kill two more people. So it was all fun and games. It leads to a lot of. It's a fun, almost like board game esque idea where you're playing who who can do what. You all have hidden agendas and what you're trying to do. And I thought that was rather neat. What do you guys think about the idea of having this video, this board game kind of made into a video game idea? I think you're going to have a hard time finding any Switches right now. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You were saying something about grabbing Switches earlier. Oh, that's true. They are sold out everywhere. I can try to neg somebody on offer. What? Down from 500 to 350? (laughs) Yep, I can see what I can do. But the uh, first class trouble, I think, is a lot of fun, and it is 
uh, definitely something I'm going to keep my eye on, especially if you're trying to do like your social distancing, but let's all play a game where we can talk and hang out and kind of mess around. That It seems pretty good if everyone got the game with a very... It doesn't need high-specs PC. It could be done run on a basic laptop. I feel like you can gather six friends and be like, all right, let's all get goofy on this thing. So that was uh, First Class Trouble. And now we're going to anime fight our way through the break. sure go for it buddy all right hey news i would give up sugar for you because you're so sweet see that was nice right innocent almost yep i was gonna say it's pretty (laughs) g-rated which is good (laughs) okay news this week first one crisis remake incoming uh via the developer uh crytek obviously (laughs) Have you guys, either of you, played Crisis? No, because I never had a computer that could play it. Exactly. No one does. <laughs> does this one guarantee to melt my new computer? It might. It, As I, again, to, I don't think there's anybody that has a computer that can run Crisis right yet. Ugh. So, so when, when is it coming to Switch? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh... I went through a phase, and I kind of... That is a fun... Inter- uh, <laughs> is it a sexy up. phase? No, it was not a sexy phase. Well, I don't know. Depends what you like. I'm not going to kink shame. Uh, the, the phase I went through was that I decided that I was just going to pick a series and play every single one in the series. I did it for Far Cry uh, up until... F- four. I did it for Mass Effect. I did it for Bioshock. And I did it for, there was another one, but uh, Crisis was the, I went through all the Crisis games. And the, the, what started me on the, the actual Crisis game was that the, I got a PlayStation 3, like for like when it was, it was over and gone and no one was really playing anymore. PS4 was about to come out, but I got it. And as soon as I got it, I got PS Plus and Crisis 3 was, was the first game I ever got. Hmm. And that game, it, those games are Fun, if not just kind of mindless shooters, moving from spot to spot and doing the whole military shooter thing. I have fond memories of those games, but uh, hey, maybe I could redo for a, a run through that series again. I, yeah, no, I, I, I do wonder who it's for though, like, or, or if they're just trying to like do create another new like benchmark for graphical quality because i i sort of assume that based on your comments and stuff i've read that the visual fidelity and impressiveness of it was the real main draw of it and without that it loses its uniqueness so i guess a way to redistinct itself and make it be another benchmark for new computers to be their way back in it could be considering that crytek has had increasing increasing financial problems over the last couple of years including selling off a lot of their ip hmm. so they need they need a win for sure so maybe you're, maybe you're right okay next piece of news uh more best buy leaks suggest the metroid prime trilogy for switch again 
Oh, no's again? Uh, they've been hinting at this for a long time, and they just need to put that game out. <laughs> Are you going to play it? I was going to say that or Metro Prime 4. <laughs> yeah. And uh, or, no, Getty, I've never played any. Again, I played Super Metroid. That was my first and only. Yeah, but are you going to be bitter about it, or are you going to try it if it comes out? I'm not bitter. I just oh come on, somebody's a bitter biscuits. <laughs> no, that series is fine. I just don't know if I need another one of those. I have heard that the Metroid Prime series does a good job of emulating the feel of a 2D Metroid in a 3D space. Now, if that's good or bad thing, it's probably up to you, but... Oh, I'm sure the quality's there, and I've heard nothing but good things. I honestly miss the entire... Uh, was it uh, GameCube? I miss Most... the entire entire GameCube. I did the feeling a lot of people did. Mm. Not the cube. Next piece of news, Void Bastards coming to Switch and PS4 May 7th, also, Skater XL in July for Switch and PS4. What? Skater XL. Okay. I've taken some time in my personal life to, pr- to practice <laughs> Skater XL because it is a game that's not a game. It legitimately needs practice. I, I, I was on a Zoom call with a bunch of friends last night, and they're all talking and hanging out, and I was doing the same. But on the side, I was definitely practicing Skater XL and trying to learn. I sent you guys a clip. Of me learning how to play Skater XL. Is that just what you're calling playing with your tech deck? It's was... like playing with a tech deck. It's like yeah. playing with a tech deck. And I have to keep remembering which foot is where and how I want the foot to go and how fast and how low. And I don't know if mm. I need that on Switch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, n- neither of these speak to me. Like, uh, Void Bastards didn't capture me. Uh, Skater XL sounds a tad bit too technical for what I want out of a Skater. So I, I'm going to pass on these. Void Bastards, I, I think, would be good on Switch because it is that rogue-style game where you have to go through the runs and shoot and blast your way through these different runs, and if you die, it's just like start over with your unlocks. I think that sounds... I, I was, Whenever I think of the Switch, I do think that it's perfect for those kind of rogue games because you can just play on the go. Uh, last week... Uh, next piece of news. Last week, we didn't talk about the Dark Pictures Little Hope trailer. I mean, I I feel like I saw it at the end of Man of Medan. <laughs> I, I didn't see a trailer come out for that, but I did see an announcement of a pre-ordered, and I jumped on that for sure. Like that's It's a no-brainer for me. E- even with the step down in quality from Until Dawn to uh, Man of Medan, it, it's still the exact same kind of interactive story telling choose your own adventure book kind of stuff I'm looking for so I I really yeah. enjoyed Man of Medan so I'm 100% gonna pick up Little Hope no it looks good uh, again the trailer is kind of interesting with uh, there being witches and witchcraft and magical stuff looks scary as hell well we'll see what kind of spin they put on it because everything wasn't exactly as it seemed in Man of Medan. Yeah, but I mean, isn't that the way horror movies kind of go? Well, not everything is you, as it seems. Not always. If you think about the way that it played out in Until Dawn, then for them to do Man of Medan, like the actual driving force, whether it was actually the. Well, 
did we talked about Man of Adan on a previous episode, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Yes. So I can just spoil the hell out of it because Alex is never going to play it, or Alex is never going to finish it. I called it. I called the ending, and then you said I was right. I watched. I, I played. <laughs> I played three fourths of it with you. I just missed. Yeah, I the didn't last realize we tw- played so much of it. We could have played for like another forty-five minutes, and we would have finished yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, but so until dawn, you have the the Wendigos or the yeah the Wendigos that are after you towards the end, and that's kind of like what you don't realize is coming for you during the main course of the game, uh, because uh, what's his face. Rami Malik is trolling you for yes. a better part of it. <laughs> <laughs> and then when the, when the Wendigo show up, it, it gets kind of crazy. But in Man of Medan, there's, there's just like some crazy gas that's making you freak out. So if Little Hope does have more of a draw with witches and it, it has more of that fantastic element to it, that's great. Mm-hmm. But either way, I'm thinking that it was still a lot of fun to to try it they tell some pretty interesting stories with those games and the way that you can manipulate the outcome and and change the characters throughout the course of it it's exciting and yeah i'm with you we'll actually have to do the co-op yes (laughs) yeah that was supposed to happen i don't know why i didn't i don't know but story night was a lot of fun when we did that mostly because whenever we pass the control over to steve he'd just black out and he'd be like what (laughs) (laughs) It's Whoops. a cutscene, bro. Now it's an action sequence. No! Press A. Is that a cutscene? <laughs> MC Chris. Okay, uh, the next one. I just kind of brought this up because it's weird. World of Warcraft, new expansion. Shadowlands is getting controller support? That's pretty weird. It's really weird. I don't think I would ever want to play World of Warcraft with a controller. No. Could it be that now that we're getting custom controllers and more commonplace that have a lot more input options, that's why we're seeing this? Distinct possibility, but I don't know how you would be able to get as many... The thing about World of Warcraft is that you need that action bar so that you can can link and hotkey everything. So I don't know how many inputs you would realistically be able to have on that controller unless they added a bunch on the back also whoever used the the default hot bars we were mobbing the shit of that thing yeah well you could set it up to do that but you'd still have to spend time yeah exactly like yeah knowing where everything was i remember you were like repeating uh, what you had memorized for the raid the upcoming week like one two one Five, five, three. Like Alex, yep. calm down. No. Top DPS, uh, third top DPS rogue on that server. And I didn't get there by calming down. I yeah. hope you put that in your resume. Weren't you playing? You were. I remember at one point you were playing like not related World of Warcraft games to learn how to do World of Warcraft boss battles. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I currently have recently paid $30 for a game on Steam that is just to help you get better at first-person shooting. You got to be the best, baby. What game? Apex Legends. Oh, the oh, the other game? <laughs> yeah. The other game? The I, other I game that you paid 30 bucks for? I can't remember. I have to look. I, See, I that's how good remember. it is. You can't even remember the name of what you bought. I, it's a generic name because it's uh, I can't remember. yeah I have to look it up 
because I again I just purchased it, installed it, tried it a few times, and my shooting got better. Shooting got better. So, moving on. Uh, Fallout seventy six bug makes NPCs steal people's loot <laughs> if they die. That's really funny. <laughs> I, uh, hey, I y- you know. <laughs> I was going to say they did what they deserve for still playing Fallout 76, but that I, I think they've inflicted enough punishment on them to last a lifetime. I, mean, I feel like you're going to single out some people that listen to the podcast if you say that as well. So, Oh, I don't care about Hartwood or Ramos. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, Al- Alex Ramos people, doesn't listen to this podcast. Let's not yeah, exactly. Yeah, that it's, too. Fine. it's fine. Yeah, people who might still like that thing who aren't of ill repute. <laughs> you know? But... Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I mean, what do you I say? I always find it funny. It's like fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. It, it kind of, it, it must be through almost the strength of the franchise alone that this thing still has legs because it's been such a long and winding road of awful that I don't know why anybody would still be sticking with it. Guys, it just got NPCs. NPCs are here. That took what, no, like not. two years? What? No, they just got there. They literally had an expansion that was called the NPCs are here. Yeah, but and, when did it come out, and when did they get their NPCs? Oh, yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, let, let's see here. Uh, Fallout seventy six. Um, Why well, the 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 game that was the shooting uh, helper, Kovac. Kovac. I I'm gonna be a contrarian here and say that uh, I liked it when they were going with the whole idea of no NPCs. I, being I, without them, I think it's yeah without them. I think it's an interesting idea, and uh, if they could have found a way to make the world, you know, compelling and give you a reason to do stuff without having someone telling you what to do as an NPC, that could have been a really novel concept. I mean, clearly, it did. Uh, pan out that way but uh, it's an interesting idea yep agreed also by the way Kovac was only $10 what kind of name is Kovac doesn't uh, matter it's not a it's not a game it's it's supposed to be like a trainer it's a trainer for first person shooters <laughs> next piece of news don't judge me I'm too late <laughs> uh, oh by the way Fallout 76 came out November uh, 2018 so close to two years Last piece of news, Travis Scott hosts concert in Fortnite. It literally happened at like 5 p.m. today. Uh, and I got to tell you, that was it looks dope as hell. It looks fun, and it looks like they did some stuff that I I would like to I would like to have been there. I saw some people I know who were there. They said it was fantastic. And because of that, I have a thought for you guys. Who would you like to see in a concert and where? You mean like, like in a video game? Yeah, like like Final Fantasy fourteen. Who would be playing at Final Fantasy fourteen? I said, see, I could see some Asian Kung Fu generation. Uh, yeah, that's not bad. Yeah. Hmm, that's a really good question. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see Jamiroquai somewhere, but I could only think that he would fit in Fortnite, because that guy still tours and that guy's got a catalog. Like a real deep catalog. I think something like ten albums. 
Murder by Death. Murder by Death and The Last of Us 2 as a soundtrack. I could see that. It'd just be tricky to play the video game and have a concert by them. Oh, a concert by then. I misunderstood the question. Red. How about Murder by Hmm. Death and Red Dead Online? Yes, fair. There you go. That'd be good. Getty, you got one? No, I'm completely drawing a blank. I was trying to figure out something for GTA Online, but... Oh, wait. Do you remember... Who who was the World of Warcraft band? Because I went to that concert. Yeah... You went to that concert? They had, they had, I remember that now. They had Elite Terran Chieftain. Elite Terran Chieftain. Yeah, they performed in Ogremar. I remember I was at that concert. That concert was sick. Yeah, but then after that, they added them to all of the major cities so that they could show up uh, certain times during the day and play there. Oh, that's, they're watering it down now. Guys, who would, uh, who would be playing in Midgar? Oh, oh, Ben Folds 5. <laughs> what? <laughs> what, no rock in the suburbs? Hmm. Electric 6. Yeah, that'd be pretty good. Okay, that's pretty good. No, those are, I think these are all pretty good. I. Travis Scott is weird for like Fortnite, but they apparently they have a skin now where you can just be Travis Scott, which is again also weird because he doesn't have a whole lot of like features that make him stand out so i'm not sure what that like well, i saw it it looks i guess like travis scott but i don't know let's see getty gta i could see run the jewels in gta yeah that's solid All right just have him like appear in the middle of, of uh the town and- as you're like driving down the street they pull up next to you and they're like standing on the hood of the car yeah or the roof of the car exactly <laughs> see this is all gold they should they should be paying us yeah good luck with that right one day all right still waiting for that white claw endorsement if if we work hard enough (laughs) we can get there you know if we work hard enough we can get a rejection letter from them (laughs) like we did from from capcom and square enix (laughs) (laughs) come on guys get good radio Isn't, isn't that what it stands for yes and at the same time i'm i'm reaching for the skies guy I'm reaching for the skies. Let's let's see how high we can we can fail. Again, I'm gonna try to come up with a more semi-racist Gatorade drink name. No, nope. all right, Last. guys. Well, well, but it turns out it's really hard to give up sugar sugar because it's in seemingly everything. So if you'll excuse me, I am gonna go throw out all of my yogurt, and we can take a break. games that their physical disc presence in our ps4s threatened their entire livelihood fact i don't know what was okay first game we're going to talk about is wolfenstein 2 a new colossus i say that because i purchased wolfenstein 2 a new colossus put it in my ps4 and it sounded like my ps4 like i have a i have a television stand and the entire stand started to shake then he snapped the disc in half <laughs> No, I still have it somewhere, but I had to, I use PS Now 
so Metal Gear Kevin can play in Metal Gear Solid. And <laughs> apparently, PS How's Now, endorsement for PS Now, they have a catalog where you can stream it. And those games can all be streamed to your your Vita, letting you know, Getty, if you want to play PS4 games on, on the Vita. But on top of that... Wait, what? I blacked out again. Mm-hmm. You can t- you can actually get the installs from PS Now and install them directly to your hard drive. So that was my workaround because I'd gotten maybe two hours into Wolfenstein on a PS4 that was constantly like, rattling. Toss that disc out, and now uh, I just installed from PS Now and it worked great. So I, me and Getty, beat Wolfenstein Two: A New Colossus. Joel. So what is the New Colossus? Or, or is that um, a spoiler? Mostly. <laughs> What was the new Colossus? I don't... Uh, I thought that was the giant flying ship. Wait. I don't... There was no actual Colossus. I think it was just kind of a reference to America. Okay. Because in this one, you come to America. Yes. And it's still oppressed. It's completely taken over, and most people have just adhered and rolled on their backs. So there, you go to America to recruit little factions of people to help you and your rebellion. And Joel, I want to tell you about this game right now. This game goes both off the rails and also doesn't do enough. Elaborate. <laughs> what? Okay. Hold on. Wait, wait. Before he gets started on his insane theory here. Mm. Yep, go for it. Uh my complaint with the first one, and it wasn't too much of a complaint because it kept you pretty interested through the whole course of the game, is that there was not like an overabundance of story. It felt like it was pretty well paced too. In this one, they're literally slapping you in the face with story. <laughs> but okay, so, unnecessarily. So okay, Wolfenstein yeah, one had a story that was that was middling, medium story where you like so there was a bit where you do acid with Jimi hendrix and you're like that's real cool and silly but it's only like three a three minute scene mm-hmm. and then you're back to the game but they did that enough to pepper in to make you feel like you're moving in this game they go oh look at this crazy stuff this is bonkers this is out there and then the any other time that like they would do that and then they would do a story where it's kind of like you're kind of hanging out Go to this place. Good job. You should probably do this. Okay. Now crazy, wild, wacky stuff! No, but in this one, it was also Blaskowitz. He's like, oh, let's sit here and sulk about my father for two-thirds of the game. (laughs) Or he does the thing where he keeps saying, like, oh, I'm dying. I know I'm I'm so sorry. I'm I'm never going to get to see my unborn children. God damn it. And in the first one, he was like, he wasn't a silent protagonist, but he, when he talked, it was like, it was actually pretty entertaining. This was just like, man, this is really kind of down and depressing. Like, the scene with the dog really upset me, Alex. I don't, which... I don't, was that in this one or the first one? Where? Oh, no, it was in this one. No, the, it was this one where the dad makes you kill your dog? Yeah. No, he doesn't make it. You can. Oh, I didn't. You cannot kill it. I absolutely did not. Yeah, but then your dad still kills your dog. Yeah, and so, then your dad is very racist, like 
super racist. Yeah, they do that. They, they they give you your character backstory where you're trying to be friends with this black lady and then your dad beats you because he doesn't want you to be friends with the black lady. And he constantly makes fun of, uh, you know, berates his wife for being Jewish. There's a lot. Mm-hmm. They just give you a lot there, which you didn't necessarily ask for. When does this game take place? The 70s? Okay. Oh, God, hold on. That's a really good question, because in the first game, how long are you in a coma? For, like, 10 years? Something like that, yeah. So, um, it's just, it kind of, it does take place, like, in, in these, in this, again, this what you think is a ver- a different version of America where you see bands like popular bands, like uh, I can't remember who, but like, like in, in the first game, Jimi Hendrix was part of your rebellious team. Mm-hmm. So in but, this one, wait, I thought that was only if you chose one of the paths. That is true. He's not. Yeah. But that, that one had like two paths, quote unquote, this one does not. And, and what I mean though, is that like, so or then it? you have this no, alternate, alternate America, Shit. Where we did travel, like at one point you go to Mars. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so you're doing all this stuff. And when they get the, when they do the, like with the thing with your dad, it's just a bummer and kind of slows everything down. Yeah. And then you'll be like, okay, I just, I want to get to the next like story beat. Cause maybe the next one will be cool. And then you get to a story beat. And uh, again, spoiler alert for Wolfenstein two, they literally chop your head off. Oh. And your team catches the head and reattaches it to a super soldier. And that's how they get around the whole thing where he's like, I'm dying. I'm dying. And then they attach his head to a super soldier. And now you're cool again. Okay. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, but like it does that and you're like, hell yeah, this is cool. And then it's like, okay, now go do this mission. And then afterwards you come back and your wife's like, hey, I'm still pretty pregnant. And you're like, cool. And then. So, so do you think they were trying to like mitts in this sort of uh, roller coaster of bombastic scenes in with these slower paced moments to try to give it like a, a lawn form TV series feel. Cause like you think about like a better call Saul or a breaking bad, like they have a lot of those slow moments where it's just like personal sequences and scenes, but then, you know, it has all those crazy moments too in the heat of the action. Right. Oh, it, it definitely does. And, you know, I can actually see it that way and give it a little bit more merit on that. But at a certain point, I kind of just wanted to, like, get to the next, like, craziness. And I got kind of, like, almost, like, like, like just he- I got blinders on when I was playing the levels. Because yeah. I was just like, I just, I kind of want to get to the next thing and see what happens next. And then is it going to be cool or is it going to be boring? And, like, sometimes it was boring. And I'd be like, well, now I got to get through that thing. Just so I can get to the next level, finish that level, and see the cool thing, you know? Right. Well, that might just even speak to the quality of the writing and pacing itself. And maybe if it was compelling enough, it'd be something you'd be more willing to sit in and soak in and just let be part of the experience. But if it's not well done, you might have less patience for it. Yeah. And though, but I will tell you, the bombasticness was bonkers. Like the one of the one of the better ones is. You are the reason you're going to Mars is because you want to get close to some of the head of the Nazi Council, and they're doing they're hiring actors to be in a movie directed by Hitler. So you take the place of a famous actor, and then you have to recite lines, 
and do some actions uh, uh, BJ as BJ, BJ Blaskowitz trying to act like somebody else while reading and rehearsing these lines. Oh no, I I hate sequence lines like that. That's the worst. Well, that's the worst kind of gameplay segments. <laughs> you gotta... Well, see, I, I liked it because it was funny to see what was like him trying to be like, "Hello, I'm this," and like trying to act, and he's not a mm. he's not an actor at all. So it was pretty funny. And then like Hitler's kind of sick and like like pissing everywhere and like doing all this stuff so hmm. and you don't have to memorize the lines i mean you could say oh, whatever okay. lines you want all right all right that that makes a difference then because like uh it's been a while since i ran into one but those kind of games where it's like you're supposed to remember the right things to say in four different sequences otherwise you start all over stuff like that no this wasn't like that and it's funnier you gives you the lines he writes them on his hand and of course he's sweating so his hands <laughs> all messed up and blurry and then you get like it doesn't ruin the game, but it does give you different kooky outcomes of like what can happen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Getty, did you try? Did you try to kill Hitler? I did. Yep, same. And then you instantly die. Yep, they just just destroy you. But there's there's a trophy for trying to kill Hitler instead of acting. <laughs> nice. So, so that was pretty fun. Um. Yeah, they do. Uh, they do a bit where there's like a birthday party and everyone's drunk, and it's like flashes of the different parties of like people peeing in public or people trying different like experimental weapons, like with like a Gatling gun, drunk, like drinking bottles of booze. And uh, my fa- like the, my favorite sequence I'd heard about. There was a whole thing in my head that was kind of brought up, like, oh, this is the sequence, and it, it happened. And there's one sequence where your pregnant wife has all of her clothes burnt off. She's pregnant with twins, fully naked, dual-wielding AKs, murdering Nazi robot dogs. And then even that afterwards, that, that happens, you're like, that was crazy. And then she's like, okay, I'm tired now. Yep. And it's like, wait, what? Yeah, that's, un- like, that's understandable. Yeah. So that was that was pretty good. Uh, at one point, uh, Getty's favorite moment was with your wife talking to you on the radio. Oh, oh, where she's like, oh, my God, I'm so horny right now. And the other people are like, uh, this is an open channel. Like, we can all hear this. Please stop. <laughs> yeah, so that was, that's pretty good. It just, yeah, so that happened. And then the ending, you you kill one of the head, the pretty much the heads of the Nazi, like, army. Well, and you then... kill one of the people that was, uh, what's her face, the, the one antagonist from the first game who you think that you kill but she comes back towards the end yeah yeah but okay so there's a sequence at the end where you kill a bunch of robots and then that's the end of the encounter they get you off like off the ship you literally grab on a uh, like a helicopter and you fly off then they're like oh we're gonna kill the head of the the nazi army let's go and then it's very just you sneak into uh a movie a tv studio where she's being recorded and then it just kind of ends. You're just like, oh, I, I killed her. And then they give a message like, we're gonna be ta- we're gonna be fighting the Nazis back. It just kind of, it just really falls flat. Like even the la- again the last boss before that, the, you're fighting a bunch of robots. I didn't realize I was done. I didn't realize it was a boss. I didn't realize I thought it was just a normal like, oh, I'm just killing a bunch of Nazi robots again. <laughs> so it just kind of yeah. Anti anticlimactic. Uh, you can still go back and finish off the map after that. 
there's side missions where you kill like Nazi high commanders through the same levels that you played through during the game, but they rework it. They add more and different enemies and they try and trip you up. Yeah. So some of those guys are tough too. So they added a, a secondary mechanic where you can go and replay levels with very specific enemies to kill. And that's like your target. And it's, it's a way for them to replay some of the game and try to work in some added value and time. I completely skipped it, and it was completely unnecessary, so it didn't do anything to, to, to skip it. But it does add a, an extra level of challenge. I just thought it was kind of interesting that they took this straightforward A to B to C storytelling shooter and added these extra reworking elements into the story. So that was, that was an interesting thing to put in the game, which kind of led into what uh, Young Bloods is, which is the form of like an MMO or like a Destiny, where you have these missions and you kind of repeat them, grinding currency to get better gear, to craft gear, to unlock the next level, to the next level, to keep unlocking. And it's actually, I think it's gear based, the level, that's how it's gated. Hmm. So it's. I it's wondered. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't uh, lie if I didn't say I wasn't interested in it, but I don't know. This game, yeah, the ending was just kind of bleh, so I didn't feel so compelled for Young Bloods. Well, Young Bloods isn't even a direct sequel. It takes place like... Yeah, because you're playing as his kids, so... But Wolfenstein 2 was a fine game, and it did have these crazy fun moments of like what the hell is happening but it also had very low lows of kind of humdrum and me kind of just i felt like i was just trying to get through these points to get to the next spot and when credits rolled i didn't even realize i was there yeah so that that, when wolfenstein one i felt like had a solid B plus throughout, and this game had moments of A, and then moments of like straight D. Yeah, yeah, I definitely prefer the first one over the second one. Okay. Uh, but Joel, I, I I still recommend at least playing the first one because it's a. Oh yeah. It's interesting to see what modern shooters are like with that one and Doom. Mm-hmm. Those those are it's impressive to someone who isn't a shooter person to play these games and be like man they they have gone some places and done some new stuff with shooters Uh, okay maybe i'll see if i can scratch one off while i have game pass still (laughs) pick it up yeah otherwise you can get them for pretty cheap very much so now the next game uh, i brought from a multiplayer monday that i was invited by our friend uh, brock over at damage boost to play some Don't Starve. Did you starve? Uh, Well, he starved more than me. I gotta tell you right now, I had never played that game. I did not know a lot about that game. And I seemed to be awesome at it. It's a little side brag. I probably wasn't awesome at it. <laughs> but uh, we, also, we also had a Sherpa, a friend who had been playing this game quite a bit. So he kind of knew what he was doing. Uh, but Don't Starve is a cartoonish 2D angled down 
survival game. The artwork looks like very Tim Burton-esque. The way your character kind of looks as far as like a little short, chibi, big head. But again, like gray skin and like mu- like curly mustaches. That kind of like weird Tim Burton art. And it kind of follows very heavily on any one of those survival rules where you collect sticks and with the sticks you create uh you know a hammer and with a hammer you create something you make a workbench and then you use the workbench to create more items the trick of this it follows a day night cycle and in that day night cycle if at night you need to be near some sort of light source like a like a bonfire or a torch and and you have to do that until the day the the day comes in and if you don't ghosts will slowly attack you and kill you and that's how you starve uh you can starve yes because you have a hunger you have a hunger meter a sanity meter and an overall health overall health is usually when you're fighting some like creature like boars or something like that the I need one of those in real life just mm-hmm. a sanity meter that's above my head yours is slowly <laughs> draining i don't think i'd have anything left i mean i've been doing this for almost a year for Christ's sake. <laughs> we will slowly keep making you crazier. <laughs> All right, but the the big crux of this game is that there are very heavy, heavy seasons where items become more finite and different items. And apparently the way you're supposed to play it is that you are supposed to follow, always be planning for the next season because, you know, you need to make walls that have electricity that'll warm you because as soon as winter hits you now have a freezing meter that will slowly give you hypothermia unless you have some sort of fire so at a certain point i just started lighting a bunch of trees on fire because i was freezing (laughs) and uh meters bullshit (laughs) (laughs) and and don't starve is on everything at this point it's on phones but uh the add-on that you could purchase uh separately is called don't starve together together which adds the multiplayer component and uh, it's been around for a long time the artwork's cool it just yeah you have to kind of be in the mood for those kinds of survival games right like playing like uh you know minecraft in survival mode right uh terraria which is more of like a builder like you know Alex, like, oh, I, any you, one of those you, games you know i'm gonna bring up to everybody at D that you started a tree on fire right gonna yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> Sorry, Joel. It's a running joke that Alex's character likes to start forest fires. I said it at D&D, and I'll say it here. If Joel, <laughs> if you have a, a spider in your house the size of your dog, you burn that motherfucker to the ground. I, I think that sounds like a sound strategy personally, but I mean... Yes. Yes, it is. But it and, was a forest. A whole forest. And the whole forest... Well, and then the clears spiders your path. The size you can see where you're going now. Also, it was filled with spiders the size of dogs. <laughs> it needs to burn. And my wife agrees. Yeah, I don't see the problem with the logic. Yep, exactly. So, I do. <laughs> well, were you the uh, the DM? <laughs> no. Oh, no, he made Alex pay for it, though. It was, it was glorious. <laughs> he made everybody ask, hey, you hear about that forest fire? And I just kept saying no. <laughs> I know nothing of what you're speaking of. All right, so uh, Don't Starve, again, it's very much like, again, one of uh, the survival games like Ark Survival, F- The Forest, uh, Conan Exiles, Daisy, but with the artwork of a Tim Burton-esque 
game, I think that it does have a lot to offer. It just, yeah, survival games are, are really hard to get ahead. It kind of feels like a, a debt simulator. You're always trying to like, okay, just save up a little bit more. Just save up. I swear I'll be fine next month. I just got to save up a little bit. No, okay. And that's how I always feel survival games are. It's like, okay, I have enough food for the next week and then something happens and it's like, oh, well, half my food's gone. Now I'm like starving. Okay, hold on. You're just, <laughs> You're just con- describing the last five weeks of my life. it'll be better next month nope yep Yep. gonna be shut down again next month yep i'll get some food or yeah i've got enough food oh i got hungry and i ate too much again (laughs) see i'm losing weight in this man i'm losing weight all right well that was don't starve a real fun multiplayer survival game i just don't know how great i am at those But after that collection of games, I'm real hungry. So let me grab a snack and let's take a break. thing one last thing where we give one last sentence one last statement to send us into the weekend and you the listener into the weekday for me my wife beth is going out of town so expect to see me beat some games i'm getting closer to getty's beat list for the year we have a running total of all the games that we have beaten and getty has been decimating me joel wait there are games you can beat (laughs) your game list is two games getty Wait, did you say bath or bath? Beth. He has, bath. He has to tell bath. You said Beth's going bath? out of town. <laughs> just, just kidding. Uh, I thought we were going to have a bonus segment this week. So, yeah, that's my one last thing. <laughs> well, you're a sucker. Yeah. And that will be it for this week's Super GG Radio. Before we go, you can find us on Twitter at SuperGGRadio and Twitch.tv slash SuperGGRadio, where we are we have been testing quite a few streams lately. We did an Overwatch multi-stream. We are working on figuring out Magic the Gathering. Yeah, I have no idea how that's gonna work. I have to like jury rig something to hang above my head. You better start. That stream starts Sunday. Yeah, good luck. Uh, Kevin and Sam have been going strong with getting get, getting over it. Is that, is that it? Do you, anyone remember? No. Getting into it with Kevin and Sam. Uh, and he getting took a break from Metal Gear Kevin, but he will start back up this week. Getting it together? Getting it together. Is that it? Yes. Why did he choose that name? Apparently it's a thing in, in Divinity. Oh. We do this every week. Nobody knows. <laughs> Nobody knows. All right. If you'd like to read us with questions or input, our email address is superggradio at gmail.com and provide a review on iTunes or the dubious pre-order listing of your choice. Thanks for listening. GG, Joel. GG. GG, Getty. Good game. Good night, everybody. <laughs>